Welcome to Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid, one regretful minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us one more time this week is Robert Black. Welcome back. Thank you. This is Minute 90 of The Karate Kid. It begins with more peer pressure and uh, ends with the story about to take a really sad turn. Uh, so, uh, we pick up where we left off on Wednesday where Miyagi was talking about his wife, but this is strange because Daniel's never seen a beautiful Japanese lady at Miyagi's where, <laughs> what's going on? So he, he asked, where is she now? Uh, and it's funny just, I'm like watching this like second by second and it's like, Daniel's like so naive going into asking this question. He's got this big dopey smile. On his face. Like, I don't know if he's expecting Miyagi to be like, oh, I dumped her. But what a babe, right? He has a second <laughs> house, and that's where she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't stay here. I got to know I was gonna you say he could just be, you. I was going to say he could just be naive about life, but his dad died, so he should know that's a possibility. <laughs> Did the movie establish that his dad died? Uh, No, no, not until later. It just never. I always never assumed it, but I couldn't remember if they say. They say in one of the, at least one of the movies, and they definitely say in Cobra Kai, but I think in the second movie they say it. Well, I, I will be definitely happy to find out when that happens, but, you know, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure if I really want to rewatch any of these movies until we're, we've gone through them minute by minute, just to keep things a surprise to my forgetful memory. <laughs> <laughs> Does Daniel win in this one? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel dies in this one, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, Daniel is also pretty amused that Miyagi is acting the way he is. I, I don't know. He must not be understanding why Miyagi might be getting drunk on this anniversary. <laughs> so he's not like, putting two and two together that, you know, not, the reason why she's not here. To be fair, Miyagi's Daniel's dealing with his own recent drama of spaghetti. You know, what happened at the club. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Mr. Miyagi, I had a spaghetti incident, okay? His chest is still cold from the sauce. <laughs> oh, man. Is that what... Did Guns N' Roses name that album The Spaghetti Incident off of uh, Karate Kid? <laughs> yes. I mean, the song Patience is on that album, so... Is it? Also... No, it isn't. That's on Lies. Oh, that's on Lies. Darn it. What's on that? <laughs> I can't remember. That song that Charles Manson wrote is on that album. <laughs> Anyway, uh, maybe maybe not. Maybe they're, maybe it's a different spaghetti incident they're talking about. <laughs> um, so yeah, Miyagi uh, reacts to him asking about, you know, where is she now? By just kind of pouring the rest of the bottle into the glasses, and and uh, and Daniel's smile kind of drops uh, because he doesn't say anything. And I feel like right then is when he starts going, oh. <laughs> um. But uh, Miyaki tells Daniel to drink, drink, drink. Mm -hmm. And then he starts singing again. And I think it's the same song. I'm just going to assume it's the same song. Something about a dream. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, 
it, oh yeah, this was my next thought. I wrote down like at first it's like you're thinking maybe maybe Miyagi is telling Daniel to drink uh, because he's trying to avoid the question. But maybe he's also going, listen, I'm about to tell you something that you're probably going to need some alcohol in your system to, to handle. <laughs> like, drink with me. I'm about to tell a sad story. Um, not realizing That's that, nice. what, he's like 16? <laughs> but um, I wonder what the drinking age in Japan is. Maybe it's he thinks that oh, he's mature enough. Uh, so yeah, Miyagi starts to sing a little bit more. He gets up, he kind of stumbles over to a shelf, uh, where uh, a picture sits, a very valuable picture. And I was very surprised to see that he's not even sitting in a frame. It's just kind of like leaning there as if maybe, you know, the props guy just kind of put it there. (laughs) (laughs) I just figured if it was important to him, it would be in a scrapbook or it'd be in a frame or or something. It's probably normally in a box of, with the newspapers and all that other stuff. He only takes it out this one day. You took it out and displayed. Yeah, it's probably too painful for him to see, you know, on a daily basis. Yeah, you're right. Oh, that's so sad. Um, so yeah, Miyagi uh, takes a picture, and he just sounds so childlike here. He's like Daniel San, Luke, Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, He's so excited. Yeah, and he grabs the picture and he goes back over to Daniel, and it, the table has changed now. Yeah. A little bit of continuity error because there's a Los Angeles Tribune uh, sitting on the table now with the headline, Japanese Americans interned, and the subheader reads, President Cites Wartime Security. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it magically appears. Um, And uh, Daniel takes a picture, and it shows a pregnant woman uh, just kind of standing there. And uh, Miyagi says... First American-born Miyagi waiting to be born, <laughs> which is an interesting way to put that. Um, because, uh, I mean, I mean, we find out later, <laughs> wasn't born, so it's not really yeah. an American-born. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Miyagi starts laughing again, and he grabs another bottle and starts pouring it into his glass, and. I thought this was funny because um, the bottle clearly is sealed and has a cap on it, which it's funny. You could kind of dismiss this as classic drunken behavior. And I you go, I don't know, maybe I just overanalyzed this, but I, I almost see Pat Morita kind of looking and realizing his mistake and just going with it. Uh, but then the Foley guy adds the sound effect of a drink being poured into the glass. <laughs> So it's just like, oh, they shouldn't have done that because it would have been just, yeah, that's that's drunken behavior to like pour into a glass and realize, oh, uh, the cap's still on. That was dumb. <laughs> I didn't uh, notice. No, you didn't notice. Okay. It fully worked on like me. This. Yeah. Uh, so Miyagi tells Daniel to drink again. And uh, Daniel kind of just, you know, like flips the picture in his hand and he's looking pretty solemn. And but he doesn't he doesn't drink. Um, so Miyagi now stands up and he walks over to that same shelf again and he starts to play act a conversation from probably like 40 years ago, I would say. Um, and so he says, you know, Sergeant Miyagi and Miyagi salutes and says, yes, sir. And, uh, he says, Sergeant Miyagi report to kill many Jerry Germans, sir. And then he starts laughing. (laughs) 
And he actually laugh in front of his superior officer. <laughs> I'm going to kill so many Germans. <laughs> if he said that, yeah, he should laugh. <laughs> well, I, to, to me, you know, obviously a lot of this laughing is to hide the pain. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm personally a person that uh, will start laughing when I'm really sad <laughs> about something and just like, like something's just completely fallen apart in my life, uh, you know. Uh, emotionally, I would I will just start laughing and then kind of descend into tears or whatever. That's when you look insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I just thought of this as like this is really like uh, a part of his grief. This this one moment, uh, I, I I stopped and I was like, oh my god, this is so sad because if we remember. Uh, about 10 minutes ago or whatever, when Miyagi is fishing with Daniel, Miyagi said he hates fighting. Like that's the, he hates it. And just to, can you imagine the amount of pain that he, that he's feels for causing the deaths of many Germans? I, 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 that just like sent a shiver through me when I thought about that. Like he's, he's care. He's, he's carrying all this guilt and then he's, you know, well, he, we're, we're going to find out uh, next week what he, what he's rewarded with for carrying that built that burden on it on um because really he just kind of stumbles to his bed he picks up a letter we don't really see the letter he starts to play act again and uh says sergeant miyagi and he says yes sir and he says uh, uh regret to inform in the minute ends darn it <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i mean i had some um kind of thoughts and and a little bit more research here um that i got into uh, uh, we mentioned that Pat Morita, you know, spent some time in internment camps uh, toward the beginning of the podcast, and we're kind of doing bios on each of the actors. Um, and we're going to get more into that next week. But, like, another thing that adds a lot of sadness to the scene is that um, I also found out that, like, Pat Morita was an alcoholic. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he struggled with alcoholism all his life. And, uh, I mean, it's like, who could blame him? <laughs> like, uh, we, we talked about like childhood and a body cast, like from like age two or age three or something for like nine years in a body cast. And uh, as soon as he gets, he's just surrounded by American doctors and nurses. And as soon as he gets out of the body cast, he's just, uh, uh, sent to, uh, internment camps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pat, I had a quote from Pat where he says, um, I went from being an ailing child to a public enemy. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, his wife, he's, he's been married. He was married, uh, three times. His second wife, uh, who, uh, funny enough is named, uh, Yuki A. Uh, she was actually married to him during the time he was making these movies. Uh, so it's interesting that they decided to create the character in part two, uh, call her Yuki A. Um, she says, uh, then he was in escort. Then he was escorted to an internment camp where he reunited with his family. Suddenly everyone was Japanese and he felt he couldn't relate to that. Uh, so it's just like so sad, you know, and, um, you know, he went on, he did, you know, stand up and then he had happy days and then he got like a big break with a, uh, t his own TV show, but it didn't really work out. And then he ended up uh, living kind of unemployed in Hawaii. And uh, then at age 50, he gets karate kid. <laughs> Wow. Um, uh, so, uh, 
a lot of this, some of the stuff I got from a piece that her, his daughter, Allie, Allie with a Y, by the way, uh, uh, wrote, and she says, um, uh, I didn't have the greatest sense that this could be a legitimate, legitimately good role, but Pat said, oh no, this was what UKA said, sorry. UKA says, I didn't have the, have the greatest sense that this could be a legitimately good role, but Pat said, I know this guy. And I think he saw a lot of himself, his own father, his brother, in the tragedy of that character, uh, Mr. Miyagi. And Allie says uh, that's why his drunk scene resonates so much uh, with them. Um, She goes on in this piece that she wrote for Hyphen Magazine that uh, Karate Kid was both his most rewarding and most damning experience in show business. It gave him validation for his talent and catapulted him onto the map of celebrity, but it also ruined his sense of self and purpose. He would forever be branded Mr. Miyagi, never allowed a chance to prove his mettle in Hollywood due to the lack of roles for ethnic actors. The weight and loneliness of fame ultimately destroyed him. You're just like, oh, that kills me. I feel so, feel so terrible, you know? Um, yeah, other stuff she says, uh, she says um, he would drink vodka with his coffee, uh, and later in life, you know, like the hard liquor was too hard, you know, too tough for his older body. So he would just like drink Chardonnay all the time. Uh, and she says some of, she knew the best time to talk to her dad was like by his side at a bar. <laughs> uh, so I guess the alcoholism led to severe health problems, obviously. And in 2005, he developed a severe bladder and urinary tract infection. And a month later, he told his wife, uh, Evelyn at the time. Um, Evie, you have to let me go. I got to go home now. I got to be with Red Fox and all those funny guys up there in the sky. And uh, the next day he died and he was 73. So sorry to bring the podcast down, but I just got to it's I, I didn't even think about the fact that he was like, like by this time, you know, as a uh, you know fan of the movie, I, I always, uh, you know, feel like oh man that the that personal connection with uh the internment camp stuff uh you know must be you know what hit home for him but also just the the alcoholism too i didn't even know about so neither actually yeah. <laughs> so sad um but uh i don't know if you guys have any other notes for this minute in particular it's you're gonna get into a more of it next week but i had a note i just want to make sure you talked about yeah because i don't know a didn't hear the episode about the plaque at the high school and it connects to the internment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You actually wrote on that. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I, I referenced it in okay. that episode. Um, yeah. And it's uh, like the, the, was it the native sons of the golden West were big supporters of order 9066. <sighs> Yeah, they have a plaque dedicated to truth, liberty, and toleration. Toleration. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gross. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. All right. Well, um, on Fridays, we usually ask uh, our guests if they want to talk anything about uh, further in the movie or sequels or, uh, you know, whether have you gotten into Cobra Kai at all? Um, yeah, I've watched Cobra Kai twice. I watched it when it was on nice. YouTube and then uh, – by the time the it, when it showed up on Netflix, I got my wife to watch it. Let's watch nice. it again. Uh, the thing I did want to mention or talk about in regards to the other movies is I mm. like the note that Karate Kid 2 adds to like Miyagi's relationship with Daniel and that he's 
obviously Daniel's looking for a surrogate father and Miyagi's looking for a surrogate son. But there's so much more to it when you think that he fled Okinawa and ended up in Hawaii on, like on the run before he met his wife and had like a, a child and a chance of life in America that <laughs> fell apart. It's and just crazy. he also has that that legacy of Miyagi karate. Like if he doesn't teach it to someone, it goes away. The last yeah. time he tried to teach it to someone, it went badly. And then now it's he's got Daniel here who shows up getting beat up by people. And it's like, I have to help this kid. And then in this moment, he, especially when he's drunk, it's like, this is the son he didn't get to have. And it's it's this great emotional moment. I, as you said on Monday, that this scene was going to be cut out is insane. Because <laughs> without it, there's, there's a depth to this movie that's just missing. I know. And, and I always thought it was a little weird. You know, I... And back in the day when you you watched a movie like once or twice and <laughs> and then let it go away and then you didn't see it again for like a year after I got out of theaters, um, I used to get the the wives mixed up, but like I always thought, oh, that picture is of Yuki A and uh-huh. uh, she died. But what what happened? The sequel? She's there, but huh? <laughs> did, she, did he lie to Daniel? Like what's going on? Uh, from a certain point of view, she did die. No, uh, <laughs> um, I yeah, I think that just adds like this extra layer of like oh, imagine the pain he's carrying you know like to to leave his truest love and leave his family leave everything he knows and then he falls in love. he's like all right i'll give it i'll give love a shot again and then i'll have all that happen yeah and have the basically the country that he's serving under uh completely betray him uh it's terrible you you can you go, why hasn't he had any other students all this time? You know, I think the reason why is he didn't really want to have any friends. That he... <laughs> no, he, he, I think he'd given up. Yeah. Yeah. Won't even fix the pool. So, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Sergeant Miyagi, I regret to inform you that we got to wrap up for today. <laughs> uh, I, I, I tried my best. Uh, I'm sorry, Matt. Uh, Thanks for joining us, Robert. It's been yeah, a it's been me. an emotional week, uh, and it's going to be another yeah. emotional week next week. Uh, I did and... do a deep dive in, deep dive into his medals, but I understand you're going to talk about the military stuff more next time because yeah, it's more in it's more part of the scene next time. Yeah, exactly. And we have somebody uh, who's supposed to be uh, who has done the is doing the Marine Corps nice. minute. Nice guy. He's going to be showing up next week uh, specifically to talk about all that stuff. So we're going to kind of hold on to that till then. But yeah, thanks. thanks it was still nice it. to read about the 442nd, though. Yes, absolutely. Very cool. Um, thanks for joining us. And you want to let everybody know again uh, where they can find you and what to look for, look out for uh, to listen to you. Uh, you can find links to all my shows on lemmingdrops.com. Right now, given the alcoholism and self-destruction, I would reference Annihilation Minute coming out every Thursday <laughs> about five women who are self-destructive and fighting with aliens, sort of. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, all right. Well, uh, Matt, you all right? You got anything you want to plug? No, not really. No, I'm good. <laughs> Uh, tune in next week when the story gets even sadder and until next time after after after